And now can you do me another huge favor as well? And can we give God one more hand clap of praise for all the words and that have come. Come on, don't patty cake my Savior. Come on. He deserves all your praise. He deserves all the glory. Come on, get up on your feet for 30 seconds and give him praise. Hallelujah. Not a little bit, a little bit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory. Slap somebody, give them a high five, and say, man, you look good today. Woo! And say, I'm not even lying. You're thinking, you just got to say, I'm speaking things as though they were. Oh, they are, okay. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory. <laughs> oh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord. Come on, Mikey, you know this song. You grew up in Frankfurt Pentecostal. You know this song. Oh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Let's start that again. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You got to do the clap part. Thank you. A little late, but thank you. Okay, you ready? The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy. Joy of the Lord is my strength. I sang in the wrong key. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, hopefully when you leave this service today, you, you can say it was, it was good to be in the house of the Lord. Already, come on, Tom. This is the day that the Lord has made. This is a brand new day that you've never had before. When you went to bed, you went to bed with faith, hope, and love. When you woke up this morning, the only thing consistent is you woke up with faith, hope, and love. But everything else in the world changed. There, there were governments that came down. There were governments that arose. There, there was erosion from rivers. And there was, there was things that, there was viruses that were detected and things that were healed and people that, were die, that died and people that were born. Everything, the entire environment of, God, of this planet changed overnight. Every day is a brand new day when you wake up. But you wake up consistently with faith, hope, and joy. Because my Bible says faith, hope, and joy, they remain. Right, prophetesy? <laughs> Every day. It's brand new, but you wake up with one consistent foundation. You wake up with a measure of faith, a hope that passes all understanding, and a love that casts out all fear. Say, that's how I start my day, and that's how I end my day. Say, on my worst day, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. On my worst day. 
By the way, I'm a hope dealer. I deal in masses, amounts of hopium wherever I go. Hopium. You do a whole lot of things with a H. Hopium. If you don't put the H on the hopium, you could be doing about 20 years. Why downcast, O my soul? He is a lifter of my head. Say, God is for me, not against me. I'm offending some religious minds right now. Because we have this earn, deserve, seed time and harvest mentality about our spiritual walk with the king. We've brought into the kingdom of God a lot of baggage of our past life self-image problem. And we're trying to operate as a new creation with, with old past life problem ideologies and thought processes and, and systematic thinking, and you think that if you do A, you're going to get B. It's, it's, not a, it's, it's not a supply and demand situation. It, it, is, it is not a seed time and harvest situation. You serve a God who lives on the inside of you. Does somebody have the audacity to say, the creator of the universe lives on the inside of me? What? What the beep? Just check to see if anybody's awake. Don't fill in the blank with your old mentality. What the heaven? The creator of the universe lives on the inside of me? What the hallelujah? Raise a little hallelujah, raise a little hallelujah. I'm just spotting the 70s generation. Somebody say, greater is he who is in me than he that is in the world. Do you believe that? The greater one wants to come out of you on a regular basis and begin to shift and change everything that is trying to contain you. I'm going to turn to a very familiar scripture. Say, somebody say Pentecostal. I'm a Pentecostal charismatic preacher. Is this something I said? Okay, thank you, Amanda. But I'm still, I'm still, oh, God bless you. Turn to Acts chapter 1. Pastor Kevin's been dealing uh, um, and preaching, and Pastor Mark 
we've been preaching on the gifts. Actually, they've been preaching on the gifts because I don't think I've preached since we started preaching on the gifts because I've been all over heaven's half acre. So, Father God, we thank you for Pastor Kevin and Sherry. We honor them as apostles over this house. We're very grateful, Lord God, for our pastors, the apostle prophetess of the house. We thank you, Lord God, for what they're doing right now. We thank you for protecting them. We thank you, Lord God, uh, for delivering them. Thank you for hiding them in the secret place, Lord God, as they minister effectively. And, Father God, we thank you for Nikki Cooney that is with them, Lord God, and, and the whole team of Ken Gill. And, and, Father God, we thank you for your angels, Lord God, that are encamping around them for the purpose of deliverance, Lord God. And we bless them and honor them. And somebody say amen. <clears throat> you agree with that prayer this morning? You have Acts chapter 1? I miss the rustling of the pages with this new digital age. I, I just want everybody to just go buy a Bible. I just, I, come on, ma'am, you're, you're, you're too modern. I, I need to hear some rustling of some pages. Yeah, we need a rustling out. For $1.99. Laura, are you getting commission on this? Okay. Okay, with everybody, oh, there we go. We've got some rustling over there. Hallelujah. Yes, you can. Thank you, Corey. That's ESV. Amen. That's awesome, Corey. ESV. I, I promote, personally, I promote King James Version, New King James Version. Also like Amplified and the Passion is also, and you can get all those on you version. It's excellent. Amen. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and nothing was made except it was made by a Word. When Jesus was in the midst of his storm, when he was in the midst of the garden, when he was in the midst of the wilderness, when he was in the midst of the desert, when he was in the midst of his worst moment on earth where everything was depleted in his physical and he, could, he had no other answers, when the enemy came to him with a word to attack the word, he responded and parried with a word. I want to tell you today, you have the gift of a word. Because he responded, he's, when the enemy says, if you're the son of God, turn these stones into bread. And Jesus said, when, when temptation comes, you need to parry with the word. It's called a sword for a reason. Do you know that we live in the Quinty region? Anybody know that? Thank you, Captain Obvious. Yeah, that's right. Wrong captain. I'm sorry. I got a laugh out of my wife. We live in the Quinty region. And when you Quinte, it's a fencing term. There are eight defensive moves in when you're fencing. And when you Quinte, you actually draw your sword and you, and you, and you do a defensive move like this that protects the head. When you quinte, it's the fifth of eight defensive moves in fencing where you protect the head. Psh! When the enemy's trying to attack the head, you go, Fching! Fching! 
I need some reverberation on my mic. No, please don't put it. So in Quinty, you protect the, the head. Our calling on our, on our region is to protect the head. Who is the head of the church? His name is Jesus Christ. So we protect, we protect the anointing and his anointing. The anointed one and his anointing. One, one thing is that we are, we, we've uncovered as intercessors and prophetic people for the last, I don't know, 16 years is that we are called in this region to have an anointing that protects the anointing. Say, I am. Come on, say, I am anointed. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. I am anointed. I'm, I'm anointed. The spirit, when the spirit of the sovereign Lord comes upon you, see, you got to get the anointing from here out to here. Kung fu, man. The spirit of the sovereign Lord. Yes, I am picking on you. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me, but you got to get the anointing from the inside of you to come on the outside of you. Because when you got born again, you got full of God. Say, when I got born again, I got full of God. That very moment, I was full of God. And you is full of God. Say, I is full of God. Right now. Right now. But I don't feel full of God. You know why you don't feel full of God? It's because you're not, say it's better felt than told. She's better felt than told. I. She's better felt than told. A man with an experience can out-debate uh, out anybody with a degree. When you have an experience with God. See, the problem is you are full of God. If you are born again, if you've accepted the blood of Jesus Christ, if you believe in the virgin birth, if you believe that he, he grew up and died a, a sinless man, he, he died for your sin. If you believe that he paid the price so that you could go free, if you believe that it's unfair and that he paid the price that you could not pay, and you said, yes, Lord. Guess what? Say, I'm saved. I'm saved. Come on. Can I get an amen somewhere? You got to say amen. It's like saying sick him to a dog for a preacher. When you got saved, you got full of God. You're full of God on your worst day. See, this is the mentality, but the problem is you don't, why don't I feel him then? Because he's not overflowing. You come into some of these services and you feel the overflow. You feel what is on the inside of you begin to trickle out of you when you begin to praise him. Bible says in Psalms chapter 24, it says, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. See, he has no choice. He has no choice. When I praise him, he must come. There's certain things that God cannot do. Oh, I'm offending somebody else's mind. That's okay, though. There are some things that God cannot do. No, I did not stutter. I said cannot do. 
He cannot sin. He cannot operate in darkness. There's no darkness in him. He can't operate in something that he does not have or possess. Darkness does not possess not even one, not even one molecule of his being, of his massive, beautiful being. And he cannot resist a cry of the spirit of somebody that is saying, God, I am here. Come, Lord God. I praise you. He cannot resist you. Say, I am absolutely irresistible. Irresistible. He just can't help himself. When he hears the, an authentic cry of the Spirit, he's like, ding. That's exactly how it happens. There's a gift on the inside of you. The gift on the inside of you that houses every gift. There's a gift on the inside of you that wants to come against everything that is tormenting your mind, everything that is trying to stop you and contain. There's a gift on the inside of you. If you will let that gift out, everything changes. I prophesy to you today that the enemies you have seen, you shall see no longer. wanted to give your mind a chance to say the impossibility of what he is saying. I wanted that thought to surface and hear the word of the Lord. I boldly pronounce to you spirits of addiction, spirits of depression, Spirits of depravity. Spirits of offense. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ against you right now. I say shut your mouth this day. Let the claws loose from their minds right now in Jesus' name. And I command you to bow your knee to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Stronghold thoughts that have kept you contained up till this moment. I speak to you in Jesus' mighty name. Come out.
and get to the cross of Christ in Jesus' mighty name. If anybody believes that, can you give God a hand clap of praise this morning? <laughs> Hallelujah! 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 Father, I'm asking you would send your angels to ministry right now. Father God, I'm asking for the thoughts that you placed on the inside of their spirits, Lord God, would begin to rise up in the midst of them and begin to mantle their minds, Lord God. I thank you for fortification, Lord God, a fortifying, Lord God, of your, of your, of, of your word, Lord God, a fortification of your word, Lord God, and a fortifying of their minds, Lord God, by your word, Lord God. I'm asking, Lord God, to be an upload, Lord, of the word that you put on the inside of them to begin to mantle their minds right now in Jesus' mighty name. My Father God, I'm asking that this day you would send your angels to decree and declare the word of the Lord into their ears, Lord God, and replace the word and the noise of the enemy in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody say amen if you could, if you agree with that word this morning. I said the enemy that you have seen, you shall see no longer. Chase, when the, the disciples of Moses, there's about six million of them, maybe two million, actually two million. They're standing at a, at a very impossible situation, just like when they play the Lakers. Tonight, is Kawhi playing? No, no, he's not. But Spicy P is. They're standing at an impossible situation, and there's a storm that is raging, and the word of the Lord came this morning, you can outweigh the storm. There's an impossibility that you're standing before today. And I want to tell you, Tom, everything that's come against it is just so that the enemy can get close enough so that you can crush him. Every one of your problems, Pastor Mark, every one of our problems that we're facing is nothing more. Every one of the oppositions that we're facing right now is nothing more than an opportunity to propel us further than we would not have had the opportunity had the problem not come our way. The enemy is just lining him up to be crushed. Jesus came to destroy the works of the evil one. Jesus Christ came to destroy the works of the evil one that are coming against you. You know that the Bible says that the God of peace will soon crush Satan. Underneath whose feet? Thank you, prophet. The God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath my feet. Come on, say my feet. Say my feet are deadly weapons. That should be registered with the FBI. 
The Bible says in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, that he's given you power to trample or to crush or to tread upon the enemy. And he's given you all power over all the power of the enemy, but we act like we got no power at all. And we cower worried about tomorrow when he holds tomorrow in his hands. The creator of the earth. But we got to believe this stuff. If we don't believe this stuff, we need this. We, um, we need to believe because everything is accessed by your faith. And the enemy is after your faith. He's after the gift of faith that he gave you. He's trying to snuff your faith out. Because if you begin to believe this stuff, you will not go down and defeat not one single day. Do not focus on the things of the earth. We're so focused on the things of the earth that we're captured by our circumstances and our situation. He says, change your gaze and you will change your days. Say, my faith is ever increasing. Even on the days that I don't feel it. You've got to feel his presence within three days. Or you'll begin to walk in the flesh. The Bible says, but by the spirit you put the death, the deeds of the body. But by the spirit you put the death, the deeds of the body. So what does that mean? There's a dichotomy happening. There's a gift on the inside of you called Holy Spirit. Oh, spoiler alert. The gift, of the, whole, the gift of the Holy Spirit is the gift. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, I've preached this here probably seven or eight times that, from that passage. Stir up the gift that is within you. Stir up the gift, stir up the gift, stir up the gift, stir up the gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit that is on the inside of you. Holy Spirit lives on the inside. And the thing is, for, for victorious Christianity, for a victorious kingdom life, you must learn what Paul taught Timothy, and that is how to stir up the gift that is on the inside of you. Because the glory that you have compared to the glory that Moses had is like his glory was none at all because his was fading where yours remains, but yours remains on the inside of you, but must be stirred up and begin to flow out of you and rain down up out of you and rain back down on you. And then you would begin to put the death, the deeds of your body. The gift is the one-stop shop and the one cure-all. And if I can get a, a few believers to begin to believe that the creator of the universe began to live on the inside of you and begin to want to flow out of you and begin to come in and pierce and begin to push back everything that's trying to... If I could get some people to believe that the gift of God can come out of you and begin to mantle, if I could get some people, that would change every region. could change your life, 
change your outcome. It could change the atmosphere. They that know their God. Come on, sleepyhead. They that know their God. If we can know him. Crazy exploits. They that know their God. This has to do with intimacy. This has to do with knowing your Savior. Knowing the author and the finisher of your faith. If you know him, he can be stirred. If you will praise him, he will come. On a regular basis, you need to know him. Experientially. Because of intimacy. The real gift he gave you is hunger. The real gift he gave you is thirst. A lot of you are passionate about a lot of things. Can you hear me this morning? You're passionate about a lot of things, but you've got you to train your mind to be passionate about what really matters. Your passion is not the problem. Your focus is. If you can recalibrate your mind to on whatsoever is good, pure, and holy, anything excellent or praiseworthy, these are the things that we dwell upon. If you begin to dwell upon, the things that you behold are the things that you will become. Acts 1, verse 7. And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his hands, his own authority, but you shall, be, shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. I'm going to leave it there. Acts chapter 1, verse 8, talks about the gift. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, talks about the gift. Acts chapter 8 tells you who the gift is. His name is Holy Spirit, and he is working for you. But can't work for you in this realm until you begin to lift up your head, O ye gates. And be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory will come in. Can we just somebody go to the keys? Somebody go to the guitar. I'm going to release you right now. You are welcome to go and try to get ahead of everybody at Popeye's fried chicken. I tried the other day, it was an impossibility, but I would not be denied because I went later on that day and I received my chicken. Thank you. But you are welcome to leave. We understand you got things to do, people to see, roast beef to eat, all that yummy stuff. But, Father, I just pray a blessing over this congregation, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for the gift that is on the inside of them.
that is raising up in the midst of them and beginning to mantle them, even in the, give them the hunger and give them the thirst after, the, after righteousness, Lord God, so that they would be filled to overflowing in Jesus' name. But before you get up and leave, I want to just bring, bring it down just a little bit. I just want to give opportunity. We belong to a Pentecostal church. We believe in the charismatic gifts of Holy Spirit. We believe in signs and wonders and miracles. We believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. We don't back away from that. I speak in tongues, I think every day, pretty sure every day. Same do I. There's a gift of a heavenly language that you need. That you will begin to speak mysteries. You'll begin to upload mysteries. you begin to build up your inner man. I want to give opportunity this morning. Could you just stand with me? If you, if you need a fresh touch from God, or you need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, and I want, I want to lay hands on you and birth a heavenly language to come out of you that you could speak directly to God. As, as I don't know you, if you got something, but I got 1146, and thank you for hanging. Thank you for having fun. Thank you for your declaration. But if you could just be kind, and if you, if you need to talk, and I love fellowship, just take, just take it beyond the walls. Go out in the foyer and enjoy each other. But we want to just press in for just a few minutes. There's an oil that was released in, into, this, into this church. We dug it for two days. And there was a geyser that was leased, it released. And I want to tell you, you can walk out of here changed. You can walk out of here with your enemy drop like a chain around your feet and you can crush it and walk away from that addiction walk away from that pain walk away from that walk away it's time for us to live the victorious life and so if you want if you want to receive this morning the pastors and, and elders and some of the intercessory team that's your cue We'll come and pray for you. So come, come on up. If you, if you want a fresh infilling of Holy Spirit, you want to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit this morning. So-